Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another Breakdown bonus episode where today I'm joined by Lexi. Hello. Lexi, something crazy happened this week on the podcast. What happened this week on the podcast? We had a boy come on. We never have boys come on the podcast. Like a boy to talk about his breakup? A boy to talk about his breakup. And good for him. I know. It was actually one of my coworkers. So it was a coworker, Jackson. So Jackson came on and he talked about this story where he had to break up with his girlfriend. They met on Hinge and he said that she would not let him break up with her. Like using their, well, it wasn't their dog, using her dog as a pawn. He was at her apartment and like the dog was over and he was like, we're through. And she's like, well, you can keep the dog. And he's like, I don't want the fucking dog. So then she like runs out, wouldn't come back and get the dog. And then he's like, okay, I guess like we can keep dating. So then they date for like another six months just because he just couldn't dump her. Cause she just kept oh excuses to break up with her. Wow. So I thought this could be a fun episode because everybody once in their life has been strung, on, strung along in a relationship. And I figure we could talk about our own personal stories and some of the signs that we notice from those unfortunate moments in life. Or even yeah. on the flip side, like stringing people along. Like what's something toxic that you notice you do? Hmm. <laughs> Man. Okay. You got, you got to give me a second to... Okay. Trying to think about this. You know, it's like I, I revert back to, is this the question? Is this what you're asking me? Oh, well, yeah. It's it's sort of an or open forum. Like this podcast, Lexi, is a blank canvas and we're going to color it with the stories of our life. It's a blank canvas. <laughs> you know, I think in a lot of relationships when you feel like it's time to end it or should it be over or what was it serving you? You know, I tend to always talk about like my heaviest relationship, but this actually puts me into perspective of a a little lighthearted relationship chunk of time I had back in the days of me living in Jacksonville, those good days. But, you know, I uh, was dating this girl for a little while and it was very like when we went into the relationship, she was very honest. I'm looking for something lighthearted, you know? And I was like, yeah, I'm out here looking for a relationship, looking for my wife, you know? (laughs) So, but at the time I had like, you know, I had taken a lot of time. This was in, this was like right before I left Jax. So this was, this was like before, like before the big move and all those things. Cause, um, So I was like seeing her for a little while and she just had like a very different like lifestyle than me. Like, I'll be honest, like she had like previously been married. She did have a kid. Oh, I do remember this. This was when you because I I never forgot this because I found it so interesting as a straight person listening to the inner workings of uh, 
a same sex relationship, but you were so bothered by the fact that she kept calling you her mask. You didn't like the whole right. thing. And well, I, I think we did an episode on this where I was like, I hated that she kept calling me like mask. And she was previously engaged or previously married to a guy. And that like really like threw me off, which I went on a date recently that we have to do. We have to do a little episode on I, and like this can be a teaser because we can't talk about it today. But I went on okay. a date recently that also has to do with like how I was feeling in gender roles in same sex relationships. So look at that tease. little Take a little note. That's a bonus episode too. Yeah, but I had to mention that because something came up on my TikTok where it was one of those, we're Fem's dating mask. And I couldn't stop thinking about you because I'm like, oh my God, Lexi would hate this video. Yeah. Continue. Um, and then there's nothing wrong with being a mask or being called a mask. It's just, you know, I, I just, I'm one of the, the kind that don't really like gender roles in same-sex relationships but either way so at the time like prior to that I wasn't really dealing with my ex and I was like super free and obviously like looking for someone and looking for something and you know when we first matched on hinge I was very like you know I wasn't against the idea of her having a kid because I do sympathize with this a lot because I do feel that when people get out of relationships and they have children or something like that like People who are not ready to take on those responsibilities, like don't even give them a shot. And, you know, I can see it from both sides. You know, I would hate to be the person who's like, nobody wants to date me because I have a kid. And I would also hate to be on the other side of it where it's like those those people deserve it no matter what. But I also know that like where I'm at in my life, I'm taking on that responsibility. You know, and I was very honest, I said, because she was like, how do you feel about kids? And I was like, you know. Um, I definitely want kids one day. I said, but like, I know I'm at a place in my life where I can't support them. And she was like, well, just so you know, you're not meeting my kid for like a year. So if that's like a red flag to you, you don't have to worry about it because it's not even going to be your responsibility, you know? So that was like very real and a very great part of the relationship. But at the time she was very like, I'm not looking for anything serious. Like, I don't want to take this to the next level, like all this stuff. And me, I was just like riding the wave. Like it was great. And I was just enjoying it. Well, at the end of it, my feelings started getting like, I was attached, like, and I was like starting to like feel some type of way. Well, in the mix of that, my ex had reached out and what bothered me too. And I I wasn't really like honed into admitting it is like when you date somebody who has an ex and a kid and obviously like like you're staying on good terms because of the kid you know and it's shared custody and those things you have to understand that 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 ex is always going to be around and you have to be okay with that you know and they had a healthy they had healthy terms with it but like we would be hanging out and I would like see his name come across her phone and I know it was literally just to talk about the kid and stuff like that but I noticed it like irked me a little but that wasn't anything keeping me from it and the fact that she was a mom wasn't keeping me from it the, the fact was I was starting to really like her and I knew she wasn't looking for anything serious. So I made the comment to her one time. I was like, we have an expiration date. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I mean, like, I want a wife and you don't even think you're ever going to marry again. So we have an expiration date. And she like really didn't like that at the time that I was saying it. But I was like, it's the truth. Like, so I knew that the second like my feelings started to develop, I had to probably go. Well, at the time, like I said, my my ex reached out to me and it wasn't at that time. I did not like it back with my ex or entertain my ex in that that small chunk of time. Small because, you know, it's just a marathon. It's, not, it's like 
Uh, and I, I broke up with her because of how I was feeling. And she freaked out and was like, is this all because your ex is reaching out? And I said, no, but my ex reaching out put under perspective of what I once really wanted. And I know that I really want these things with you. Um, and I can't continue to like be in a situation that's not serving me in the way that I want. Well, good for you, because I think if we're talking about stringing people along, like I think a lot of people in knowing what the partner can't give them will still stay with them. And you're you're in a sense stringing yourself along. Exactly. So that's why I felt like doing well for a couple of weeks, we didn't even break up because she was like, well, no, maybe I'm coming around to the idea of wanting these things. So Mm -hmm. it was like this uphill battle. Like some days she wanted everything to do with me. Some days she didn't. And I was like, I almost feel like you're staying because you are enjoying your time with me and you're waiting to come to this idea. I was like, we're never going to, you're never going to wake up and be like, okay, you know what? I changed my mind. We're going to run off into the sunset together because I'm already saying like, no, I, I think my feelings are there more for you. So it was like this weird, like stringing along pattern. Well, down the line, I did end up getting back with my ex and then we broke up and then I run into this girl before I moved back to New York and she found out that I had like went back to that relationship and she's like, well, that's why you went back. And I said, no, I said, you and I were done. And I was very honest with you. Like, again, we had an expiration date. You didn't want to be with me. Well, then a couple of weeks go by and I like slowly try to be like, okay, is there anything still there? And she said, well, she's like, that put a lot in perspective for me. Now I'm like looking for someone. And just so you know, I left Jacksonville a little over a year ago. She's like living with her new girlfriend, happy, knows the the new girlfriends with the kid. And like, she's like, they, they bought like, uh, like a condo or something together. Oh, damn. And I'm like, that's crazy to me because when I really liked you, you didn't even want a wife. And now you're out here getting a wife. But no, I mean, I think that was the prime example of like, am I stringing myself along by staying into something if you don't have the same goals in the end, you know? I just don't think it should be that hard. Like if you feel like someone's convincing themselves to be with you, that's how you know you're getting strung along. If you feel like they're like, well, maybe I'm coming. Like, no, fuck that. They it, they should be as excited to be with you as you are to be with them. You know, and I see it from a couple of sides because this is like something I've recently explored in like my long-term toxic relationship that I talk about so often is, you know, I I have like this idea and we all do that like there's nothing like in in the movies we watch and in the fairy tales it's always like you're fighting for your love and like all this stuff but I've learned that like I had a really false idea of like fighting to be with someone Mm -hmm. and they say it's like it's okay to fight for your relationship it's not okay to fight against your relationship and it's okay to like um fight for your love for someone but don't fight for someone to love you exactly you know and those things and and they also say like it shouldn't have to take losing me to know what i have you know so again it's like when you said it puts it into perspective it shouldn't have got to that point i shouldn't have to look at someone and be like hey like i think i need to relieve the leave this relationship because like i'm more further along than you and it's like oh well if you're thinking of leaving like i'm not saying that like people don't change their mind and you know a lot of people can work it out and you know, people grow and sometimes rekindling relationships works and stuff. But I also think that run while you can, if you don't feel like you're getting what serves you. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think it takes two people fighting for a relationship for it to even be worth it. You know what I mean? Like if you feel like it's just you fighting against one problem by yourself, then it's a one-sided battle. And I think when people are in relationships where they're getting strung along, it's like, you're the only person fighting that battle. And admittedly, Mm -hmm. 
I have been in in somewhat of a toxic position where I was trying not to string somebody along, but I definitely was stringing them along. And so I have a lot of empathy for your ex situationship because when I was dating somebody a couple of years back, I just knew that our relationship was going to end. Like I really loved hanging out with him. He was really fun, but it, it just wasn't going to work out. We were in two completely different places in our life. He was still in college. I was working at the radio station and was just kind of on a fast track to like, you know, get out of Jack's at some point. And he had no idea what he wanted to do with his life, but I really liked him. I just knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. And so I, I tried not to string him along by like being very vocal about where I was at. I'm like, I just want to let you know, like this is going to end at some point. And I think I just beat him down so, so much at one point that he was like, okay, I'm sick of getting strung along that I'm just going to like leave you before you can leave me. And mm-hmm. he had like every right to do that. So I don't blame him. At yeah. All. And you know, it's like the, the short end of like, when you asked me this, I was like, Oh, that could be so heavy. It's like, I, I definitely feel like I was used by my past longest relationship that I'm always like putting like these little clues on in this podcast, but it's like, one day you know, we're going to get you to talk about it one day. One day I'm just going to, one day I'm just going to, vomit all over the podcast and <laughs> cry. Um, but, you know, it's like I lately have been feeling just from like the most recent things that have happened um, that I was just used. And, you know, I look back at it and I'm like, why was I used for so long? And why didn't I see the signs? But like when you are with someone for so long, you plan so many things. And we talk about this often. It's like, when we see people like back out of weddings or they break up right after the weddings, it's like, you have all these things planned. Like with my ex, like anytime we're in each other's lives, we always have like a trip, like a concert, like all of these things planned. But then it's like, okay, am I just being used for all these things? So I'm being strung along. Well, it's like, oh, maybe we'll break up. Like, you know, there's been two trips we've gone on where I got dumped right after the trip. So I'm like, okay, I was being strung along for those trips, you know? (laughs) But sometimes I've asked myself, like, I've known we're going through a breakup, but then I've just like sat through a dinner being like, I know we're going, I know this is going to happen. I just don't feel like doing it tonight. Yeah. Like, well, I think to the people that string people along, again, speaking from experience, like they don't have the balls to cut things off because even though things aren't good enough for them to want to stay around long term, they don't want to say goodbye to the good things. Like, well, Mm -hmm. I I really do want to go on this vacation with Lexi. Like, I think that's, I think that's totally truthful and valid. They probably do want to go on this vacation with you. But at the end of the day, they're like, oh, I know this relationship is going to end. So let's just get the good and let's just go on the on the vacation and then figure the messiness out when we get off. Yeah. And I think for the situations that aren't horrible, like, you know, it's like we like each other a lot. It's just not going to work out in the end. It's just maybe like that hope that maybe something will change. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, a friend of mine broke up with her boyfriend because of, they had like a major deal breaker in their relationship and like we were friends at the time we just drifted over the years and recently like they're back together and engaged and you know it took a while apart for like a huge compromise to just happen you know and they both looked at each other and they're like you know like this isn't inevitable we're not agreeing on this thing it's a deal breaker and we need to break up but then like a year later they figured it out you know yeah so sometimes i think that you know, it's not all bad. It's not like, oh, I'm stringing them along to get used and stuff like that. But sometimes it's like, or sometimes something happens. Like, you know, something's growing wrong, but they're going through a really hard time in their life. Like, oh, they just got laid off from their job. Someone passed away. I think we did one where 
someone like everybody was dying in someone's life and we're like, oh, okay, we can't dump them. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. so sometimes it's not just like stringing them along for the purpose of you, but it's just hard and you hope that people are going to change. Yeah. Well, what I think is also messed up in relationships where people are getting strung along is the false hopes. Like, you know, when somebody is given a promise ring, like three years into the relationship with the promise of getting engaged, that's really fucked up. I had mm-hmm. a friend who was dating a guy for, I want to say, well, it was like on and off. And it was sort of this weird, like casual thing, but she wanted it to be more serious. And so I remember when she asked him to define the relationship, she's like, you know, we've been doing this for like four or five months. Like, do you want to, do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want me to be your girlfriend? And he goes, well, I really like what we've got going on right now. So why don't we just be exclusive? The fuck? What is the difference between exclusive and I'm your boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend? So basically, I can't stand the title, the title difference. It's like it's like breakups are inevitable no matter the title. Like, I think people don't want to be like in relationships, quote unquote, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 whatever, because they don't want to have to go through a breakup or it's like this like sick. I want to be able to do what I want. 100%. And that's when he lost all respect for me. I was like, I cannot support this relationship anymore, even though it went on for like years and years and years after that. I mean, off and on in a very casual circumstance. But when he wasn't able to put a label on things, because I think that's very important, specifically when it comes to men, like when a man really likes you, he wants to tell people, oh, this is my girlfriend. This is my fiance. So when a guy is being shady and not willing to put a label on it, to me, that's like it's end game for me. Mm hmm. 100 percent and like you know it's like i've been in situations where i'm like what do you refer to me as like this is with my ex like a while back when it was like oh well you're not ready to be my girlfriend well what do you tell me and people are like well everybody knows like you're like we're talking again and you were once my girlfriend so i just say my girlfriend my girlfriend my girlfriend and i would get so mad when she would still tell her friends and stuff and refer to me as my girlfriend. I'm like, that's funny because you won't call me your girlfriend, but you're telling everybody else I am. But sometimes, unfortunately, it's the other way around. People don't want to look tied down, you know, but breakups of any kind, any relationship. If me, if me and you stop talking tomorrow, Abby, I'd be like, Abby and I are like are going through a breakup, like a friend breakup. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. At, <laughs> at any time those things can happen and i think people try to avoid a breakup by not throwing a title on it you really just struck a nerve with me sorry i know i did i tried to avoid (laughs) that but you really just did that yeah and that's exactly how i feel because i have been ruminating on this situation i'm going through with a friend where they just decided one day to stop talking to me so they would respond when i would message them and so you know, they would say things. So I couldn't, you know, really say that they weren't talking to me. And then when I just stopped talking to this person, just never heard from them again. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, so now you get to make me look like I'm some kind of bad guy. Cause when anybody asks you what's, go- what's going on with us, you can just say, well, she stopped, she stopped reaching out she stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that can even, so to be fair, it can even happen in platonic relationships too, where friends string you along like, oh yeah, we're going to hang out. Oh yeah, 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 we'll do that. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden one day you just never hear from this person again. 100%. Breakups of breakups are meant for relationships, not meant, but are apply to all relationships. It doesn't matter what kind of relationships they are. 100%. Okay. So for the person listening who feels like they're getting strung along in their relationship, what 
is the one thing you would want to tell them about the person they're dating or their situation? Um, I think that now where I'm at in my life, I could look at it from the side of the person who um, has been strung on and it's okay to be blind to it. It's okay to fall victim of it. It's okay to be a fool of it. Um, and like, don't beat yourself up after, you know, like so many times, like I've been like, Oh, I've been used and I've been taken advantage of. And like, why didn't I see it? And like so many times did I know it? Like so many times have I been like, they're using me and I'm just staying, you know? Um, so don't beat yourself up if it is the case, but also like there's this quote all always going around. It's like no one to leave the job, no one to leave the relationship, no one to do that. When it's no longer serving you, do everything you can to like, like do what the book says, like write down your feelings, feel your feelings, like speak to a therapist, read the self-help books. Like it's all out there because it actually does help. You know, and like I just the other day wrote down a list of like all these reasons that I like hate my ex and all these things, but it works and it helps, you know, but just don't stay in anything that's not serving you and everything's going to hurt and everything's going to take its time. But and I've said this from vice versa, you know, if you're someone who is in something and doesn't know how to get out of it, you're doing them a worse favor by staying if you can't support them in the ways that they need. You know, when my ex was dumping this other girl to to abuse me because I was suddenly the love of their life again, (laughs) that girl would still reach out to her for big things. Like she'd be like, oh, like my second aunt passed away. I need to vent to you. And I'd be like, why are you talking to her? And she'd be like, well, you know, I'm still there for her. And I'm like, you threw her out of your apartment uprooted her life, told her you don't want to be with her and went to be with someone else. I'm like, you're not there for her, Mm. you know? And it's like, sometimes it's like, you know, if you're going to people who have an empty heart for you, just because you want that sympathy and things like, you know, you're ultimately going to hurt them by being there. Like, you know, it's like some, so many people run back to their exes when their life is falling apart, but like ultimately like go to your friends and family because like, those are the people who are going to care. You, You don't want somebody back if it's only on sympathy terms. Ooh, dropping bars, Lexi. Well, it's the truth. It's like, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I would rather, you know, someone who's been shitty to me for forever. I don't want them to just be there for me because I need them right now when they weren't there. When they say like, if you don't want me at my worst, you don't get me at my best. It's the truth. Completely agree. So I'll come from the standpoint of somebody who has been guilty of stringing somebody along. So I'll speak to the people who are in a relationship that they know they need to get out of, but they are sticking around because I get it. It feels better to be with somebody, even though you know that at some point you're going to end it than to get out of it. But kindness is clarity or in clarity is kindness. Be clear about what your expectations for the relationship are. And if you want to keep things casual, just communicate that. But if at the end of the day, you know, there's an expiration date, do a favor for both of you, get out of it. So you both can find your people, even though. Yeah. And you both have to be on the same page about that expiration date. 100%. Set the date if you have to say, why don't we just have a fun three months and then get the fuck out at the end? Would you say kindness is clarity? Clarity is kindness. Yeah. I couldn't remember what the right, right, uh, um, order to say it in but yeah being clear is kind being mm-hmm. clear to somebody about what's going on in your head I think is very kind but um not in a word vomity type way which is what I did when I was dating that dude years and years back I was like I just want to let you know that I don't know yeah 
then it's hard. You know, sometimes you don't want to hear the but. I really like you, but uh, it's like, okay, well, then it feels like you don't really like, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you're not sure about your feelings because I think I thought, well, I really, really like him. So maybe, you know, things will get better it, with him. Like I was kind of falling for his potential, too. I'm like, you know, maybe in a year he'll really get his shit together. He's not going to get his shit together, Abby. You know that you're you're into it, but you're not that into it. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for listening into this episode. As always, you can find more content coming out next Tuesday and I'll see you whenever you decide to tune in next.